You're listening to episode 114 of the Musicpreneur Mindset Podcast. It's time to stop the excuses and go after what you want, and I'll be right here with you. Let's get it. Hello, you're listening to episode 114. Who can you turn to in times of need? I'm your host, Suze, a mindset and productivity coach helping music professionals get clear on their goals, priorities, and next steps, all while decreasing overwhelm and avoiding burnout. This episode is our final episode of season four and the last episode of this podcast before it is rebranded next season to the Redefine the Hustle podcast. We'll be back later this fall with brand new episodes under a new name and new look. However, it'll still be the same podcast, the one you're subscribed to right now. So don't worry, there's nothing you have to do to stay with us other than continuing to tune in. In the meantime, while we're gone, we'd love for you to tell us what you've loved most about our first four seasons by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. That way, we can get more eyes on this show just in time for its relaunch. What do you say? You in? I'll be sending anyone who emails me a snapshot of their review a code to take 20% off any product from my shop. That includes the Rockstar Life Planner. And this code won't expire, so you'll be able to hold on to it and take 20% off the upcoming 2022 planner when it goes on sale later this year. All you have to do is go to tinyurl.com forward slash review on Apple. Click on open in iTunes and then choose reading and reviews tab to leave your review. Screenshot instructions can be found on the show notes page of this episode. Just go to therockstaradvocate.com forward slash EP114. If you've already left a review on Apple Podcasts or another platform, I thank you. And feel free to send me that screenshot for your discount code. If you have any other questions or have trouble leaving a review, email me at any time, suz, S-U-Z, at therockstaradvocate.com, and my team and I will be happy to help. Speaking of help, how do we know who to turn to for help when we need it? How do we know when to ask our community for help? or when to keep it behind closed doors? How do we know to determine when it's best to search for answers within ourselves versus investing in the help of experts? I thought I'd close out this chapter of the podcast by talking about something I see a lot of people struggling with daily, including myself at times. Where do we find the answers to some of our biggest questions? I'm going to break this down into certain categories of help or scenarios of being in need of support, but I first want to preface this by saying, ultimately, you've got to go with your gut. I may suggest hiring an expert to help you in certain areas or going at it alone, but if that doesn't feel like the best solution for you, trust your instincts. The worst that can happen is that you may be wrong and you'll still be searching for answers, but you'll likely learn something even more valuable along the way as you hone your intuition. Let's first look at your role in your community. As a musicpreneur, one of your main goals is building a community of fans, followers, and like-minded folk who are down with your cause and the work that you do the content you create, and the message you have to impact the world around you. When you need support in sharing the content you've given to them to others, you turn to them to ask them to do their part, right? You may ask them to share a link, pre-save a single, repost your image, and so on. You may even ask them to tune into your live stream, subscribe to your Patreon or email list, or buy merch from your store. When you're in need of spreading and monetizing your message and your impact, your community is there and likely down to help, especially if they're a super fan. However, there are some instances you may not want to turn to them for help. I've shared a number of times here on this podcast and during my Instagram lives a powerful phrase I came across during a conversation on Clubhouse. And my apologies for not knowing who said it, 
but it was share your scars, not your wounds. Too often, I've seen musicians or other entrepreneurs turn to their community for moral support or advice on how to get through a tough time. They may have felt a special connection to their audience and believed that this was how to be transparent with them. However, turning to your followers for help with an issue that's beyond, hey, vote for this t-shirt design you like best, can really chip away at the trust you've built with them. Here's what I mean. When you create and build a community around your message and your intention, you are now the leader of that community. As a leader, it's your responsibility to, you guessed it, lead. When you turn to them to pull through something or support you through a tough time, you've now put the burden on them to lead. It's similar to when a parent stops acting like a parent and looks to the child to make the tough decisions. I'm not likening your following to children, but they do look to you to set the tone and lead the way in the community that you've built, and they've decided to take part in it as a member, not a leader. When the person said, share your scars, not your wounds, they were saying that you can absolutely share and be transparent when you've experienced a struggle or had a difficult go at something, but after you found a solution or have started working through it by receiving help from one of the other groups I'll mention later in this episode. When you share your scars, you're being relatable as a leader, not the needy member of your community. You're being transparent from a place of value rather than from a place of needing. Like I said, your community is there for you. They can help you spread the word on your message. They can engage with your content and share their feedback. But clear lines need to be drawn in what they give you and don't give you and what you need and don't need from them. Try to avoid hitting that go live button or typing into that caption area when you're in the midst of something heavy. Asking your community to vote between two logo ideas is one thing. Asking your community to help solve your marriage issues or help you decide if you should start taking medication for something is a much different story. Which brings me to my next category of support, coaches and mentors. In episode 27, I broke down the differences between mentors, coaches, and peers within your industry. I now want to look at when to turn to mentors and coaches for support, and even peers, and what to be mindful of when receiving their advice and feedback. First of all, a mentor can be a coach and vice versa. However, for this discussion, I refer to a mentor as someone who guides you through your journey in a less formal way and not in a professional capacity. In other words, you're not paying them to coach you through situations. You may watch what they do and learn from it, or they may help connect you with certain people or send resources your way. You may even ask for their advice on occasion, but they're not on speed dial for every hurdle you come up against. When you're in need of support, this can be somebody you go to for help, but be mindful of their time. Don't abuse this relationship you have and consider taking them out to a dinner or sending them a gift of gratitude when they've come through for you. In addition, pay it forward. They likely came to you as a mentor because they know what it's like and they know they appreciated having a mentor of their own. When you're not going through a rough time and you have the capacity to do so, offer your mentorship to somebody coming up behind you. A coach, on the other hand, is someone you hire to help guide you and help you reach your goals faster by sidestepping a lot of the trial and error you may have experienced without them. However, keep in mind that a coach is not there to tell you what to do. If someone is constantly making your decisions for you and aiming to solve all of your problems with their say-so, you may want to consider looking elsewhere. A coach should be there to guide you, not do the work for you. Only you know what is best for you, and a coach should be there to reflect back to you what you are going through and help you make sense of it all. They can offer feedback and suggest alternatives and even spell out all of your options, but ultimately the call is yours to make. 
A coach is also limited in the types of issues they can help you through. Certain coaches, like myself, may be trained in various areas outside of the industry in order to support your specific needs. However, they are not there to diagnose you or treat you for any mental, emotional, or physical ailments. If you are struggling with something deeper than building your career, you'll want to reach out to a doctor or trained professional to address these specific problems. That brings me to my next group of support, therapists and doctors. Ultimately, your health comes first. If you feel something is off, if you believe something's not right, don't hold it in. Thinking it proves how hard you can hustle or how strong you can be to weather a storm. No matter what you may have been told growing up, there is no shame in asking for help, and physical ailments are not the only things that require medical attention. Just because you can't see the wound doesn't mean it isn't real or it isn't there. Your mental and emotional well-being is just as important, if not more so, than your physical well-being. In fact, if you're not strong mentally and emotionally, it can cause physical pain, and physical pain can take longer to heal and overcome if your mental and emotional state is not properly cared for. What we do is hard. Building a career from scratch is terribly taxing, and being a musicpreneur can take a lot out of you on all fronts. Just like you would hire a coach to get your career in shape or a trainer to get you in shape physically, having a therapist on call when your mind and emotions need some TLC is just as crucial to your success and your longevity. After all, we're all about sustainability here in this community, so let's think about the long game here, not the quick fixes. It's not always easy to find a therapist you click with. Sometimes you have to shop around. And there are different therapies available. It's not all about lying down on a couch and talking. There are those who focus on cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavior therapy, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing therapy, also known as EMDR, exposure therapy, interpersonal therapy, psychodynamic psychotherapy, the list goes on, and I've left a link to that list in the show notes. Do your research. Ask around and get feedback from others who have found a therapist that works for them. You can also try telehealth options and text with a therapist if you need one right there in the moment. However, I do recommend eventually finding one you can connect with more deeply to help you work through whatever you may need to work through. For a full list of resources, you can go to therockstaradvocate.com forward slash EP114 and check the links section. Lastly, when you need help, you do have peers within the industry as well as your friends and family. However, be aware when you're looking for advice and when you want someone to tell you what you want to hear. Know who your friends are and be honest with yourself. Who's going to give it to you straight? Who's going to yes you to death? And who may be a bit toxic and use what you share against you in the future? Don't be so quick to run to everyone with your problems. Some people think it's best to get as much feedback as possible on an issue in order to make an informed decision. But all that will do is overwhelm and confuse you. Select carefully your board of directors, a mixture of peers, friends, and family who you can trust and go to when the stakes are high. Who gives good advice? Who will support you no matter what? Each have their benefits, so mix it up a bit. Getting feedback from 3 to 5 people is much better than 7 to 10. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, at the end of the day, it's your voice that matters most. If you ultimately don't agree with their advice, don't take it. Even if they were right, you have to live your life and you'll learn whatever lesson you were meant to learn. Earlier this week, I shared a post from my friends at the Music Entrepreneur Club. It was a snapshot of a tweet from Chris Anocute, I hope I pronounced that right, that said many artists and musicians should not be in the music 
quote, business, unquote. You clearly do not have an understanding or emotional capacity for it, and that's okay. Do it as a hobby and share it for free. It's fine. I personally love to cook, but I'm not trying to open up a restaurant. So that was the tweet, and I received a number of messages that said, is this about me? Are you trying to tell me something? And I know Music Entrepreneur Club got their fair share of engagement from it as well. It definitely hit a nerve. I've decided to dive deeper into this particular topic this coming Tuesday, August 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern on my Instagram Live. But for now, I will say this, and I'm sure I'll dive further into it again in Season 5. If you took that personally, that's on you. And it's understandable why you would take it personally if you've already been doubting yourself on this journey. That's natural. However, I challenge you to look inside yourself for help on this one. No one else can tell you what you're capable of, and I mean that 1,000%. Some people might say, oh, that's because you're too nice. I'll tell someone like it is. And I will still stand by the fact that even the most blunt, tell-it-like-it-is people can't predict your ability to connect with other people. Your people may not be their people. There are currently 7.9 billion people in the world. That's 7.9 billion unique voices, talents, spirits, and minds who can connect with countless others on their own experiences, views, and offerings. Only you decide if you have what it takes to keep going. And I am a firm believer it comes down to perseverance, not talent, when we talk about who stays and who goes. There are no gatekeepers in this industry any longer. You are the only one who ultimately closes the gate on your own future in this industry, and doing so, as they said in the post, does not mean that you failed. You determine if this is truly what you want or don't want anymore. I say all of this to say, live in the mess and learn how to listen to your body and mind. Let it tell you what it needs, and then decide where you can get those needs met. From your community, your peers, your mentor or coach, a medical professional, or from within yourself. I want to thank you so much for allowing this podcast to be what you may have needed at times. I've needed it too. Most of these episodes stem from words I needed to hear myself, and I'm so happy that they've resonated with you as well. I'm looking forward to this new chapter as we move into the Redefine the Hustle podcast later this fall. I hope you'll still join us, and in the meantime, be sure to leave a rating or review and let me know about it so I can send you your discount code. All the instructions and links for leaving a review can be found on the show notes page. Head on over to therockstaradvocate.com forward slash EP114. And while you're there, check out some of the other links that I've left for additional information on getting the help and support when you need it. Until next time, Rockstar, keep planning, keep learning, and I'll see you back here in a few months in Season 5 so we can get grounded to get rising. Take care.